Welcome back to the Game 7 Podcast. I am your co-host, Isaac Bergeron, alongside Will Sattler. It is Sunday, May 24th, a very gloomy day here in Bismarck, North Dakota. I heard it's a very uh, bad day also in Denver, Colorado, so I know we're all looking forward to the middle of the week where we get some beautiful weather and, and 80 degrees in sunshine. We can't wait for that. But uh, as always, you know, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Game 7. You can follow myself at Isaac underscore Bugarin, and you can follow Will at Will underscore Sattler. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, you know, you guys don't know me, you don't know Will, so I'll give you a, just a quick little brief introduction as always. You know, we're just a couple college kids that like to talk about Denver sports. We're, we're big on the Rockies, the Broncos, the Avs, the Nuggets. We're a couple hometown kids that really just like to talk about sports. Again, you know, that's all we do. Uh, this is a podcast we started back in February of 2019. Uh, we're back at it. We try to do one every week. You know, we always take suggestions on, on what you guys want to listen to. We always get some DMs, always get some messages. A couple friends hit us up every now and then telling us to talk about X, Y, and Z. So we really just try to talk about whatever it is that you guys want to listen to every single week. But this podcast couldn't be done without the help of Met Media. Met Media is the student voice of MSU Denver. That is the school where Will and I both attend right now. Uh, Met Media gives us students every opportunity to every opportunity to succeed and every tool that we need to succeed. They really help us setting us up for the future and really help us with, with anything that we need as far as creative design or, or marketing or to, to be on the television or podcast, the radio, internet radio, you name it, uh, Met Media has given us the opportunity to succeed. So shout out to Met Media as always. we got a very special episode planned for you guys today. It was earlier or later in the week, it was actually on Thursday, where uh, I had an old friend from high school. She reached out to me and said that, you know, she knows somebody that, that loves sports just as much as I do. And I would never turn down an opportunity to talk about sports with anybody. You know, you if you guys all know that uh, I love talking about sports. And if, if a random dude on the street wanted to talk about sports, I'll talk to him about sports. You know, I'm always down. I'm always in for an interesting sports talk. And so uh, that was when she introduced me to um, somebody who is now one of my friends, Leo Galasso. Leo and I, we were able to sit down uh, with, it was actually me, Will, and Leo, we were able to sit down on Thursday night and talk about talk about everything in all kinds of sports, and, and that's where uh, this podcast is definitely going to be one of my favorites is because of that. Uh, we were able to talk about, I mean, everything from, you know, from the last dance in the NBA to, to NFL predictions and, and Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees, all the way to comparing Babe Ruth and Mike Trout, you know. This was a conversation that Leo, me, and Will had. That is definitely, it's, you know, it's one of my favorites, and, and I'm going to continue to listen to this podcast over and over again uh, just because, you know, it's, it's just one of my favorites. You know, everybody has, has their favorite piece of art or, or favorite piece of um, clothing, you know, that they made or favorite design that they made, favorite infographic that they made. This one has to be one of my favorite podcasts that uh, we've been able to make. You know, don't get me wrong, number one was special because it laid the bricks down for this podcast. Uh, number 50 was special because it's just like a milestone. You know, and, and every episode in between was special. They, they all hold a special place in my heart. This whole podcast is like a small business to me um, in that sense. And But this one with Leo definitely is, is uh, one of my favorites. You know, we definitely made a new friend on Thursday night when we were able to sit down and have a conversation about all these different kinds of sports. Leo and I, we were able to text pretty much all afternoon long about everything from the Broncos to Andrew Locke to Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. You know, we talked about everything, so I knew it was going to be a great podcast even before we even recorded anything or, or had a conversation. So we set up a Zoom call, was able to st uh, talk to each other there. I took the audio from that Zoom call, 
put it here into this podcast. So it's going to sound a little bit different. I really think you guys are going to enjoy this one with, with my good friend, Leo Galasso. Leo has Asperger syndrome, but I mean, he is seriously the He's a bigger sports fan than I am. He really is the, a bigger sports fan than, than both Will and I combined. You know, he, he loves his hometown teams, you know, just like us. So without further ado, I want to introduce Leo into this podcast. Here you go, guys. Enjoy. Uh, so you just graduated from Pueblo South? Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. I know these are weird times and you didn't get to walk. Yeah. Today was actually my last day of high school. Really? No way. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thank you man thanks for coming on i really appreciate it our podcast is actually called the game seven podcast um little inspiration behind it was that we thought game seven was like the biggest one in all of sports like no matter what no matter what sport it just is, those two words mean something right. yeah exactly like it you know anything goes in game seven and so that's kind of how we we had the inspiration for um naming it that and um we've been friends for uh since our sophomore year my sophomore year of high school his freshman year so you know, conversation with us kind of goes naturally. We try to make it as smooth as possible. Really, we're just two friends that just like to talk about sports. There's really nothing more to it than that. But awesome. So we were texting earlier today, and we kind of talked about the, the Nuggets, the Broncos, the Rockies. Which three of those teams are your favorite? Probably the Nuggets, honestly, because really? basketball is my favorite sport. So. All right, all right. Why is the Nuggets your favorite team? Just because I'm from Denver, so – yeah, homegrown. You got you yeah, got to yeah. love your homegrown team. I, we're both um, all Colorado teams. That's, that's all we cheer for. Yeah, true. Okay. Um, who's your favorite player on the Nuggets? Probably Jamal Murray. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> my boy Jamal Blue Arrow. Yes, sir. Man, it's a bummer that the uh, season got cut short, man. Yeah. Um, do you think basketball is going to return? I don't know. I, I heard it might. Um, they were going to split up the the leagues, and it's going to go or split up the conferences. And they're going to go one in a West Coast and the other one in the East Coast. So it'll be in like Las Vegas and Orlando. What do you think about that plan? I like it, but I don't. I I don't like the idea of not playing in front of the fans, though. Yeah, I was just about to ask you that. Like, would you still watch if there was no fans? Not really. No. <laughs> no. Like it would be no. different, right? Like it would be different because all you would hear is the players talking to each other. That's all you'd hear. Yeah, which could also be kind of cool too. Like if you get to yeah, they talk on the court. But there'll probably be a lot of things that like you'll start to hear, and you're like, I didn't know that was happening during games. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But I totally agree with you. I I think it'd be super weird to watch a, a game on television and like maybe as a broadcaster like trying to feed off the oh, yeah. crowd. But imagine oh, yeah. players, right? Because like you, you oh, yeah. like they've never played without a crowd and different things like that. So like I could I can't even imagine a NBA Finals game without fans. Like right, right. That would be crazy. So um, if I if I recall correctly, it was sometime back in the '60s when the Celtics um, were we had that great dynasty with Bill Russell. Um, that was when they actually played the NBA Finals. They had the fans that were there, but they wouldn't air the TV or they wouldn't air the game until literally like two or three nights later on like a Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday night. And so they would just like basically play all those games in in three nights, even though fans had already kind of known at least the ones that were at the game. They'd known what had already happened, and so it's kind of yeah. going to be. I wouldn't be surprised if they do a little something like that where they delay a couple games like that. What do you think if they did that? I mean, that would be, be okay, but, like, I want, like, a game, like, every single night. Yeah. Like, like how the NBA is. Yeah. That would be sweet. I, I think that's, like, the biggest thing getting me through all those quarantine stuff right now is, like, when everything comes back, we're going to have basketball, we're going to have hockey, we're going to have baseball back, maybe even football all at the same time. And it's going to be yeah. cool to, like – 
oh, you don't want to watch football today? Well, I could turn on basketball. Like, like it's going to be constant sports, and everybody's going to have all that uh, emotion that they haven't got to play for a while, and they're going to put everything on the line, and, man, I'm stoked. Yeah, but there's one thing that I've been actually really – that's really entertaining to me was the last dance. Oh, oh yeah. that was we, a good we one. talk about that for yeah, sure. Let's, let's talk about that right now. Um, so you watch, did you watch all 10 episodes, I assume? Yes. Oh, yes, yes awesome, awesome. I know that was literally what we were glued to our couches for um, for the last five weeks. We were, every Sunday oh, yeah. we had a plan, you know? Yeah. What did you think of uh, Scottie Pippen, and do you think he was underpaid? Or do you, what, do you think about, what do you think about his pay, you know? I, I know just kind of think that contracts now and contracts back then are totally different. True, yeah. So yeah. It was, he was only getting paid about um, what? It was eight, $18 million. Yeah, it was, it was like seven years for $18 million. So it comes yeah. out to about like $3 million a year. Um, and put that in perspective, I mean, they said he was the 122nd ranked player in terms of salary. And so basically yeah. – in today's NBA, he was Andre Roberson. Yeah. So it's Who hasn't played like, in three years. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so what, what did you think of Michael Jordan and his, like, willingness to win? What do you think about that? He had a mindset to just – there's no other player like him. Right. No other – I agree, 100%. If you were Michael Jordan's teammate, would you take, like, all of the heat that he gave to people? I probably have to. So. Yeah. yeah, I guess you have no other choice, right? Michael Jordan is yeah. gonna is gonna hit you, and you got you basically have no other option as far as what you're gonna. Well, do. if I got hit like Steve Curry did, oh yeah. If I got yeah, if, would you fight Michael Jordan back? No, no. <laughs> I might, yeah, but no. I'd probably be intimidated. He's a he's a he's yeah. a tough guy. You know, he's a very tough guy. Yeah, but all he wanted to do was just win. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, everything comes at a price. And if you want to win, that definitely comes at a price. Yeah. Did you have, like, a favorite episode of the 10 that you liked the most? Like, mine, personally, episode 9, I thought was the best. Maybe because it was, like, that. Yeah, probably episode 9 or 10. 9, like, when he's just there, just focusing on those those finals. Like, yeah, that was super sweet to me. Yeah. I liked it. I liked them all. There were some points. The one thing I would, like, say is if you, you watched them all, the one gripe I can make is that they had two episodes every Sunday. And I feel like after that first episode, I kind of was like, eh. you know, like, like I felt like one episode <laughs> every week or maybe like spread out. Like I'm, I'm that person that can't sit through two hours of TV. Like I rarely yeah. watch TV. Like this was a big step for me to watch this. So I don't know. That was my one gripe. Otherwise, like the way that it was built and everything like that above and beyond. I thought it was pretty cool how they like put it out, but I thought, that they were just going to make it a full-on just documentary, not put it into little tiny episodes. If, if it was a full documentary, would you watch 10 straight hours of it? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> See, and that was another thing that I kind of thought about was, but would we all understand it just as, as much? Because, you know, every episode, it seemed like had a, a theme or so. It's like, you know, they, they jumped from the Scottie Pippen episode to the, to the Reggie Miller episode or to the Kobe Bryant episode. Yeah. You know, we got all so even the Dennis Rodman one. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, they got all these episodes. And I think they cut it into that, that, that specific way on purpose just so that we, like, the viewers would understand, like, it from each side instead of just, like, 10 straight hours of it. Yeah. Which episode was your favorite? Probably either 9 or 10. I think, personally, for me, mine was probably the Kobe Bryant episode or it's got to be number 9. Yeah. Uh, with Reggie Miller. Cause I it's think, still it's still crazy to this day to think about that Kobe. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think because just seeing him kind of on TV, it, it hits you that 
that might have been his last interview that he like ever like recorded. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, and to, for his last interview like aired, I guess technically, to be about Michael Jordan, like it's just kind of it, it's fitting, you know. The the guy that he grew up idolizing, he is on like w- some of his last words that will be um, yeah remembered forever. Were it was in his own documentary. Yeah, that crazy. I think that was sweet. Did you? Uh, I know. I think it was either today or yesterday, but they actually ESPN released that they're actually going to do another documentary similar to this, but it's going to be on Tom Brady. You're going to tune into that one as a Patriots guy now. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> That is the GOAT. Like, honestly, that's the best football player. I've it, ever he ever. is the GOAT, but yeah. as a Broncos fan, we should not like Tom Brady. Yeah. But how many times has the Broncos played the Patriots in the AFC Championship game? Oh, it was like a span of like three or four years straight or uh, three out of four years or something like that. It felt like every year, like you had to go through the Patriots if you wanted to make it to the season. Yeah. But those are the best rivalries, right? Like, that's how you know, like, you hate the guy, but you understand, like, he's one of the greatest. So, like, playing yeah, is a pretty big deal. So, I don't know. But I'm definitely you... going to tune into that. We, we, I was sitting there during the last dance, and I think one of the biggest things for us was, like, it wasn't in our time period. We weren't really alive for it. I mean, I definitely wasn't. So, it was, like, one of those things, like, if they did a documentary about Steph Curry or if they did it one on, you know, Albert Pujols, just spitting some names. But yeah, um, I would be so much more interested to something that I lived through. Yeah. What do you guys think about the NFL offseason? Ooh, it's been all over the place. Well, to start off, I'll start off talking about the draft because I think the the hype thing, man. Because I I think the way it was, I want to talk about it in two different ways. The way it was executed, number one, and the number two, obviously, the Denver Broncos draft. I think they absolutely killed it. But the way they executed the draft and the way that they were able to make it look so easy and so effortless in in Rogers' setup in in his man cave in in his home. You know, all the way to showing all of the players that were drafted in, in like, the first two, three rounds. I thought that was just yeah. absolutely special. And, and I know the amount of work that, that something like that takes has to be oh, yeah. absolutely huge. And then number two so- was um, the, the Broncos draft. And I think – I've said it before is that I think John Alway has become a better drafter as the years go on. Yeah. Or at least throughout his tenure um, as he gets yeah. – you know, this year he drafted Jerry Judy. Last year he dra- drafted Drew Locke. You know, just going back in the in the previous years, I think he's just getting a lot better as a But team. do you know who he didn't draft that's turned out really good? Who? Philip Lindsay. Uh, Philip Lindsay went undrafted. <laughs> that's a good one. He did he didn't draft Philip Lindsay, but he found a way to get him here. What are your thoughts on the Broncos running back situation? Like do you think Malvin Gordon will get more minutes or more or touches? I I think <laughs> that they should just split the touches. Okay. And it if we need Royce Freeman, we'll, we'll use him too. But, like, I know that Melvin Gordon is bigger, a lot bigger than – Phil Lindsay's only, like, 5'8". Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he's my guy. size. He's my size. Yeah. He's just a little bit buffer. Yeah. He's a little bit stronger. Got more meat on the bone. Yeah. But I'm surprised to see what they're going to do. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ready for football. Usually I'm not ready for football this time. I'm like, baseball, baseball, baseball. I can use some football in my life right now. I'm ready yeah. to talk to it. I'm really excited. Like, even when Peyton Manning was here – like the, the swag that Drew Locke brings is different. Uh, Drew Locke is one of my favorite quarterbacks. I don't know about you, but I think he's going to lead the Broncos to a Super Bowl. What do you think? How long until uh, we win another one? Four or five. Four or five years? Okay. Okay. I okay. Can, that's flexible. I get that. Um, I personally thought that the Broncos would be there in about a year. I think that they would make a wild card this year, and then next year they'd be able to contend, make it to the divisional round, and then after that give us a third year, and we'll be raising the Lombardi Trophy hopefully. Yeah, because there's 
no way we're winning in our division this year. I mean, because I the Chiefs are straight off the Super Bowl, though. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, they might have a Super Bowl hangover. That is very true. But I think everybody will be a little hungover coming out from this coronavirus and pandemic thing. Um, I think, you know, sports as we know it have changed, and, and there's no doubt about that. And I think the way teams have to prepare moving forward is going to be a little different. So I think every, almost every division is going to come down to who is who is being who who can prepare the most and who oh, yeah. can be most efficient. In- There's going to be a race in every single division. Yeah. Oh yeah, every single division is going to have a race. If you had to give me give me three players to watch on the Broncos that are going to like rise this year, who's going to be the three best players? That's hard. That's really hard. Jerry Judy. Yep. Boom! Great number one. Oh. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Oh, okay, that's a good one. I didn't, I, I didn't even think of that one. Ooh. And I'm going to have to say Justin Simmons is going to get better. Ooh, Justin Simmons is going to get better. That's a big take, too, because he's been pretty dang good. So. Because me, I thought last year Justin Simmons should have been a pro ball starter. But... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then um, what about Bradley Chubb? I think he's going to – him and Vaughn are going to just – I think Vaughn should honestly go for the sack record, honestly. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I would love to see it because last year he got off to a very slow start, so I'd be excited to see Vaughn. He didn't get a sack until, like, the fourth or fifth game. Yeah, exactly. So. Not like him. Exactly. Um, I want to see Super Bowl Vaughn Miller. Yeah, yeah exactly. Super Bowl MVP. I, hey, we all want to see a Super Bowl Vaughn Miller, all right? Yeah. We all want Yes. <laughs> um, and then Jerry Judy, tell me – Tell me what you think Jerry Judy's going to do this year. I think he's going to be really good. I think our receiving core is going to be really good. Because oh, yeah. yeah. we Jordan, had Sutton, who yeah. had a thousand-yard season, exactly. from three different quarterbacks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's hard. Yeah. I, I think we got, a, we got a great young core that, uh, the Bron- that Drew Locke and the Broncos are going to be able to build around. I'm, I'm super excited for this season. Give me, give me a, a record that you have for the Broncos. Ooh. Just throw it out there. I don't think you can be below eight and eight. I think you're getting your your estimate has to be above that. Ten and six. Ten, ten and six. six. Oh, I like that. I said ten and six last year. I would probably stick on ten and six again this year. Really? Ooh. Ooh. Ten and six. But I already have a prediction for who okay, will fight in the wild card. Wild card? Okay. It's either you gonna be, the wild card. What do you think? It's either gonna be the Browns. Okay. Wow, okay. Or the Bills. Bills Mafia, let's go. We're breaking some tables, man. That's awesome, yeah. <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie, I love Josh Callen for some reason. The way he plays, he just he's a great young talent. Definitely. Absolutely. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay, so you said ten and six. I'm gonna go with nine and seven. What did you say? Nine. I'll say that was seven. our record last year. I, well, I think with with Drew Locke being he went four and one. Four and one. Yeah, and then the, the what I really want to talk about was the one loss that he had against Kansas City, and I don't think that one really counts against Drew Locke that much because it was yeah. like this, this the um, coldest game of the year. The snow was yeah. down. They they were having troubles um, plowing the field off with the snow off of it. You know, it and just, some players they couldn't even see the ball. Exactly. Of how snowy it was. Exactly. So I don't think you could really count that as as a uh, that loss has like an a- asterisk next to it. I think. Yeah, but the cool thing I think is that he played three games at home out of yeah. those five games. Exactly. That's true. That is true. So it'll be really, um, really curious as to how he performs on the road. I think coming up this season. Yeah. So give me, give me a Super Bowl champion. Who who do you got taking it taking all <sighs> the marbles? I'll give you a matchup, but I don't know. I'll give you a matchup. Okay, give me a matchup. The Saints 
The AFC championship game is going to be the Chiefs and the Ravens. Okay, okay. again. Okay, I like okay. that. I like that. Who, who wins, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Oh, I'm going to have to edge out it. I'm going to have to give it to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes yeah. again? Okay. So we're, because we're gonna... the thing you cannot do is you cannot be up against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because in the NFL. Because did you guys expect that game against the Texans from Patrick Mahomes? No, uh-uh, not at all. No. Not at all. Yeah, because I looked up. It was like the beginning of the second quarter. It was 24 to like 7, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I, looked down on my, I looked down on my phone, and then I look up, and it was 35-24. And then I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, it all just happened so quick. It all happened in that yeah. second quarter. Yeah. It, that was a great football game. So you got the Chiefs and the Saints in the Super Bowl. Tell me, do you think, is it Drew Brees that's going to win? And he, is he going to retire just on top? Or do you got Patrick Mahomes winning back-to-back? It's oh. a good one. I, I, gotta, I, I love Drew. You. Drew Brees is probably, like, in my top five of all time. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Just because of how he plays the game and how he just goes out there and wins. I agree with that. But the past few years, he's had, he's haven't had the, the postseason he wanted. Yeah, he had a couple tough tough lucks. Um, two years ago, they had that miracle in Minnesota where uh, yeah, it was but I think them. that AFC Championship game against the Rams was that pass interference. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Go, going back to that that game against the Rams, and then that game. The uh, miracle in Minnesota where Case Keenum threw that bomb, that prayer to end the game. So there was that one. And then last year, they, they got toughed out by uh, – Minnesota again. Yeah, that's right. Minnesota again, and they got him at home. They, yeah. Yeah, that's right. They got him at home. Because they were on the opponents – I think they were on the Minnesota's 45 and got a first down and then got a three and out. They got a first down, and then they had a punt. I had to do a field goal, and then he – he missed the field goal yep. and yep. gave the ball with time. Gave the ball right back. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so tell me who wins. Is it Kansas City or is it New Orleans? You, I'm going to have to say the Saints. Honestly. Okay. okay. Give, me, give me a score. What's the score? I say it's got to be a shootout. It's got to be a high score. 45-28. Oh, no. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I know you got a better take than that right here. I'm going to say 37 34. 37-34 by a field goal. Point. Okay, I like okay. it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Let's jump into a little bit of baseball now because I baseball, I'm a little biased, but I'm a big baseball fan. Okay, I haven't paid too much. I still follow baseball, but I haven't, like, followed baseball as I used to. No worries. No worries. We won't even talk about the actual game. I really just want to talk to you about, like, the offseason and, and um, yeah. what are your thoughts, at least as, like, as a fan. Moving I think forward. the biggest thing this offseason was probably the Astros, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard, did you hear that? Did you? I yeah. Somebody said, a, somebody said a changeup is coming. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was definitely one of the biggest things that happened this offseason. What do you think about that? What, what are your general thoughts on the Astros cheating? I When I watched the actual 2017, uh, the whole entire postseason, I didn't really hear it. Yeah, exactly. But then they came out with all, all kinds of, like, video evidence of them hitting trash cans and, like, doing all that stuff. Do you hold it against um, guys like Jose Altuve? Are you always going to – like, whenever you see those players, are you going to think of them just as cheaters or World Series champs? I mean, I'll always see them as cheaters. But also, the only player on the Astros I can't criticize is uh, George Springer. Okay. Okay. Why is that? Is George, George Springer is just a heck of a player. True. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I hear that. 
I know whenever I think of Jose Altuve, even though I'm, I'm not exactly sure if he was cheating or not, I think I'm always going to kind of be on the edge, be like, okay, well, are his numbers a little higher because of this? Yeah. yeah. And I, I still think, deserve to this day, that Aaron Judge should have won AL MVP that oh, year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially now. But before we found out that um, – that the Astros were cheating. I thought Aaron Judge should have been the MVP that year. And yeah. now after it all leaked out, I, I definitely think he should be the MVP. Yeah. So all recent plans of, of bringing baseball back is that they're splitting up like the uh, Major League Baseball into three divisions of 10. What do you think about that? I mean, it will bring a lot more competition, Yeah, okay. I think, and a lot more interleague matchups. That, I would, I'm, I'm so excited yeah. for that. Can you imagine being able to watch? But I wonder box? how they're going to do the All-Star game, though. Oh, maybe they want to have it. Yeah, they might not have it. Or um, what if they did an All-Star game for each con- – they put together a team of each, uh, like, division, and then they, they do uh, three different games, and they kind of have, like, a round robin of it. Yeah. I think that could be sweet. So what, what are you most excited about for the upcoming baseball season? Just – I want to see how the Rockies – I want to see the Rockies just – go nuts this year and just go all out and just actually win. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice yeah. to have a good Rockies team? Right. Well, we've always had a good team, but we just never, like, we can't win. Pitch. We can't pitch. Yeah, we can't pitch. You know, it's always the curse of, of Coors Field. And somehow, I don't know, we, we come in, like, second or third in our division every year. But yeah. somehow, Aaron, Nolan Arenado is an MVP candidate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, do you think Nolan Arenado is going to be the MVP this year? Ooh. Because you have, in the NL, you have, like, people like Christian Yelich. Yep. Yeah, exactly. The dude from the Dodgers. Cody Bellinger. He's Cody Bellinger. Oh. Bryce Harper could even do something. I, I like Bryce Harper. I like him a lot. Um, Pete Alonso is probably on that list. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to put pitchers on, on that list, I think you could put Max Scherzer DeGrom. and you could put oh, Steve yeah. Cosberg, Jacob DeGrom. You know, you could put some guys on that list to be to be MVP winners. I think but it, I think Nolan's got a chance. You know, I, I think he's definitely got a hit on the road for sure. I think like, that's his biggest thing. Yeah. You know, he's got to be able to hit on the road and not just only hit on the road, but hit better than at home. Yeah. Which is, like Hard. almost an impossible task yeah. to ask of him. But that's the only way you could really prove to, I think, voters and, and to the league that, um, the Coors Field curse or the Coors Field effect is yeah. fairly real. Yeah. How many games do you get to, to see at Coors Field every year? Or when was the last time you went? Oh, <laughs> I went to a Rockies game. It was like the beginning of 2017, probably. Nice. It's a good time. Nice. That was a great, that was yeah. a great year for us. Yeah. You might have been the good luck charm for that team. <laughs> they started the season off right with you, and then they, they had a great season. Because that was the year where Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story were both at top 10 in MVP voting. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was 2017. Yeah. Hey, if we have another year like that, I think we'd be seeing some postseason baseball. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. we Because who would we play in this year's wild card, last year's wild card? The Cubs. The, the Chicago the Cubs. Cubs. We, we ran through the Cubs. Oh, yeah. That was a great game. Yeah. Yeah, and then we just blew it against the Brewers. Yeah, exactly. I, I ended up going and to Christian that. Yelich was hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I ended up going to that one game that happened at Coors Field. I, I remember I sat all the way up in the top, and, uh, and oh, I watched the, that playoff game, and Coors Field was almost dead. They wanted they, – the, the fans were dying for something to cheer for. Yeah, and who I also forgot about the MVP candidates was Javi Baez. Ooh, oh, that, that's a good one. 
That's a good one. Although, is he a shortstop, a second baseman, third baseman? What, what position is he? He's a utility player. Utility. Utility. That's a position, yeah. That's de- true. That's true. It is. Yeah, he plays. Well, the Rockies actually, like, when we were really good and kept going to all those postseasons, Eric Young. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. That's right. He was – he played every position possible. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I remember growing up, and Eric Young was also a switch hitter too. Yeah. So he, he got it done from both sides of the plate. Probably one of the fastest Rockies I think I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. So I see about la- – or let's see. I guess over the last two seasons I've seen almost um, like 90 games or so at Coors Field or the, just Jeez. like the last two or three years. What is your favorite part of Coors Field? Ooh, I have two. Okay. Probably two, the left, left field. Okay. Why is, always, why is that? Field? Just because that's where most of the homers go. Yeah. Boom. There you go. That's a great reason to love left and field. And then the place – the place right in right field, right by the bullpen. Oh, that's like the little rooftop. thing above the scoreboard, not the rooftop. Oh, the, the, yeah, the rooftop. Yeah, I think. Rooftop. The rooftop right, 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 right at the top. The yeah, or the place right in the middle, right in center field on top. The the rock pile. Yeah, the rock pile. Uh, rock pile. Yeah. The rock pile. Hey, all three of those are tickets are like only not even ten dollars. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can literally walk up to the to the ticket stand. Um, right outside of Coors Field and buy a ticket for like three bucks. Yeah. That's got to be great. I would love that. Oh, yeah. So my favorite part of Coors Field, I guess it's not necessarily like a part of Coors Field, but it's the sunsets that happen at Coors Field. Oh, yeah. And the the sunset, the, I have a picture of Coors Field and it's the lights on it and everything, but it's a sunset right behind it. Oh. That's awesome. That is awesome. And there's also this picture that I've seen and it's Coors Field, like left field. Yeah. But it's that flag behind you in the background, though. Oh, the Colorado flag? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is – I might be a little biased, but I think Colorado is the best state. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're up here in North Dakota, actually. Um, we're, we're doing, like, a little summer internship and stuff. Yeah. So uh, we're working like for a little there? college baseball team. And it sounds like we might be the first team in the, uh, in the nation – to host fans at a live sporting event, at least above the like above or at the collegiate level. Yep. What do you, What do you think about that? Did Did you think baseball would be the first sport to come back? I mean, yeah, probably, because <laughs> yeah. they probably just in this. I feel like if they let fans back into the stands, they'd have to sit like six seats to, away from each other. Yeah. 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 I think I think it's definitely changed. Um, the entire way sports are, will be played moving forward for the rest of our oh, life. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think we'll be able to go to a sporting event. But, like, a week after it all, this all started happening, a whole bunch of athletes started coming down with COVID, though. Yeah, yeah. that is true. That is true. Yeah. Do you remember Rudy Gobert was the one that kind of was the first one, I guess? Yeah, and then Donna Mitchell got it. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yep. Yeah. What sport do you think comes back first? Probably baseball, honestly. Baseball? I'm just going to have to say it. What, why do you think baseball? Just because baseball is American, America's pastime. And yeah. I've seen baseball stadiums with, a like, not the, like, not the entire stadium was filled. Yeah. I've still seen games. Like, because I know, like, in extra inning games, people leave. And, the, like, I've seen only a couple of extra inning games where everybody stayed. Yeah, exactly. Until... Because I think, you know, they won't necessarily have a problem filling up the stadium, so to speak. You know, I think the biggest problem is just, you know, trying to find those uh, those health guidelines to follow and staying six feet apart. I think that's got to be the biggest issue. Yeah. So if, if baseball can do that, I think they'll be the first ones to come back. Yeah. You know, it's all about trying to figure out what the players want and, 
and um, what the owners want or the pay. Yeah. Um, tell me, who do you think is the GOAT? Is it LeBron James or is it Michael Jordan? <laughs> okay. For my generation, it yeah, is LeBron. Yeah, for your generation. For LeBron. LeBron, okay. But for all time, it's Michael Jordan. Okay. Okay. Tell me, tell me why you think that. Well, Michael Jordan, he did stuff that nobody does. Oh, yeah. Now, LeBron, I think the best LeBron ever that I've seen was 2016 Finals LeBron. Oh, yeah. okay. When he, they came back from 3-1, he was unstoppable that series. Yeah. Really good team. So let me ask you this, Leo. If um, Michael Jordan is playing in today's NBA, is he successful? As, as, yes. as successful as he was then? Yes. Tell me why. Because I think that Michael Jordan would be perfect in today's NBA because he could get to the basket real easily. Okay. And if you try to block him, he'll do like the little, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, goes, he goes up with the right and then comes brings it all the way back down and then finishes yeah. with the left. He'll do that yeah. one. He'll do that one for sure. Do you, think he wins, do you think he wins six rings in today's NBA? Oh, that's hard. That's really hard. I'm personally gonna say no. I don't think he yeah, wins six, but I bet he. I bet he wins. I mean, oh, you okay. Can, I have a question to ask you guys. Okay, I have yeah. a question to ask you guys. In Jordan's game, do you think LeBron? No, do you think Giannis could play in Jordan's era and be successful? Ooh, I think I know we were talking about this. How John yeah. Stockton? I think we, that was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> Giannis. I feel like would absolutely tear up any like. The one thing that people tried to knock on Giannis when he first came into the league, like he was super athletic, he could get to the rim. He wasn't oh, really yeah. strong, but he's put on weight the last couple of years. And it's a strong, oh yeah! Like even look well, how some of them guarded like Jordan, they couldn't guard. Yeah. Him. So well, rumors have it is he's about to get a two hundred and forty-seven million dollar contract. Yeah. Right? Can you for imagine? Five years. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. To, he like, might as well but, become the. He might as well – he's going to be the powerfulest human in Greece. Yeah. yeah. If oh, he gets yeah. that money. Oh, yeah. You know, he's – to put it in perspective, let's see. Uh, Nolan Arenado is playing baseball, and he's making just about $32 million a year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Bryce Harper is what? Making – or was it He's making Mike 26, Trout? He's making $26 million, but he's, he's doing it for like 13 years. Yeah, but Mike Trout, oh, $400 yeah. million. That guy's pretty dang good. Mike Trout's my favorite baseball player, so – Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Mike Trout. Do you think he's going to be the greatest baseball player of all time? Oh. Well, he's got to get the home run, home run record first. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you think Barry Bonds is, uh, is the rightful owner of the home run record? Ooh. Well, because I, for a while, I thought Barry Bonds used steroids when everybody else did, when Mark McGuire and yeah. all them did. So, I, I honestly think – Mike Trout is probably the greatest baseball player of all time. He's Although, the greatest angel of all time. Oh yeah, that's 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 that that that's for sure, hundred percent. But I don't think I, I I don't think he'll be like the most remembered player of all time. Oh like, no! The way you know um, when uh, Babe Ruth was playing in nineteen twenty, yeah. we'll talk about him today. I'm yeah. not sure that in twenty one twenty, a hundred years from now, that we'll be talking about Mike Trout. Yeah, you know. Because I think uh, I think Babe Ruth just kind of has that stigma to him, you know, how old yeah. he was and yeah. how long he played and the era of baseball. Um, I think, you know, nobody will ever kind of match that. But uh, I think the cool thing about Babe Ruth, though, is that he'll, he was, he'll be smoking a cigar 
and still hit the home run. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that was the the type of baseball that they played. Your all time top five NBA players of all time. Ooh, all top five all time. I want to hear this from both of you. Okay. Because okay. I saw the I saw the post that um, Paul Pierce didn't have LeBron in his top five. Yeah. So okay. So I'm gonna go. Um, okay. So if we give you our top five. I want to know your top five too. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna go. I think Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. Okay, so that's one. I think Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time because six rings, uh, he never lost in the NBA Finals, never even had to play in a game seven in the NBA Finals. I think that's justified. Okay. Number two is I'm going to go with LeBron James. Okay. He's just top five. You don't need to, like, rank him. Okay, rank well, him. yeah, I'm going I'm to rank him. So I got, I got Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Number three, I'm going to put Kobe Bryant. Okay, Black right. Mamba. Um, number four – Oof, this is this is where it gets no. This is this is where it gets tough, man. Um, Magic, Larry, Kareem. I wouldn't put Larry in the top five. Alex Caruso. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna put Taco Fall. Yo, that guy's a beast. (laughs) Bull, bull. (laughs) No, I'm gonna put uh, at number four. I'm gonna put um, Magic Johnson. Okay. I'll put Magic up there. We got back to back to back Lakers on that. Yeah. Number five, I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Kareem. We got four Lakers to round out my. Top five. Imagine that all. Imagine that all on our team. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? Unstoppable. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. Yeah. Let's hear yours. Okay. So, this is because how, because I watched them play. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I and I. Okay. So, I'll I'll put Reed's name behind them. Okay. Number one is MJ, just because it's MJ. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's MJ. Number two is LeBron. Kobe is number three. Yeah. Because Kobe's one of the reasons why I picked up a basketball in the first place. Uh, amen to that. Yeah. Number four. Ooh. I'm going to have to go with Shaq. Oh, okay. Okay. What? Explain that because, one. Because Shaq was so dominant. He just – he would be – at the three throw line, he'd take one dribble and just get by you and dunk it. Do you, do you, have you seen the clip of him? Um, he was in Orlando at the time, and he broke the backboard. He, he did a two-handed slam and just absolutely pulled that backboard down. Yeah, but the cool thing about Shaq, though, is that he said, do you think you could play today in this NBA? And he's like, I am playing. My name is Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Basically. So who's your number five? 95. My number five? Honestly, I'm going to have to probably go with Kevin Durant. Ooh, okay. 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 I like that. I like that. He's But I, that just because Kevin Durant is such a dominant scorer though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cuz oh, he's yeah. a legit he's people say he's 6'9, 6'11. He's legit 7 foot. Yeah. yeah. I I I believe like, that. Like that's hard. To to be 7 feet tall and to be just how athletic he is and how dominant he yeah. is. Yeah. He's, and the cool thing I thought about cool was Kevin Durant is that when he faced off, when the Warriors faced off against the Cavs in the 2017 finals, I loved how Ke- LeBron and Kevin Durant played because they went yeah. back and forth at each other. If you had to pick one NBA Finals ever to watch, like if you had to watch, if you could only watch one NBA Finals series on TV, which one would you watch? I'll give you some suggestions because I think that's like that's kind of tough. Personally, for me, I would I would like to watch the um, I think the 20. 16 Warriors Cavs. I think that was a good one because that was the first one. 
Um, that one was a good one. Yeah, I would have to watch that. I think the the '98 Finals. Yeah, the '98 uh, Bulls Jazz. John Stockton, the Mailman, and uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie yeah. Pippen going at it. I think that would be a great one to watch. I'd like to watch Kobe Bryant and Shaq in their first one together. Oh yeah, against the uh, on how Allen Iverson took one game from him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd like to watch that one. Or maybe I would watch uh, the uh, the Spurs and um, the Heat, the one that the. Uh, oh yeah. Which year was that? That Kawhi Leonard got uh, got it. It was he was a rookie and he shut down. 2014. 2014. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That was, but that was I do think, that one. But I think the the year before that, the one where Ray Allen hit that shot. Yep, yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. That's a good one. You can't go wrong with yeah. them, really. But I think what was also a good finals for just, like, dominance was last year's finals. Oh, that is true. Because I think Kawhi just single-handedly beat the, probably, probably top – three top ten players in three straight series. Oh, yeah. Because yes. he beat Embiid, who is probably, arguably, the best big man in the league. And then Giannis, who was the MVP. And then Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. So to, to but, beat down – but if, if Kawhi Leonard was able to beat uh, Curry, Giannis, and he was able to beat Embiid, does that put Kawhi Leonard in the top five in the NBA? Oh, yes, I believe so. Great. LeBron, Curry, Kawhi. Oh, I Curry's think it would have been. Curry's on my all-time But top. if we're talking about this 2019-20 season, the top three players in the league, I think, would have had to been LeBron. Uh, yep. 100%. Giannis. 100%. And Kawhi. 100%. I forgot about Giannis. That's a great list. But, great okay, list. what do you guys think of Luka Doncic and Trey Young's second seasons in the league? I'll let you go first on this one. Because they were both all-star starters, which you rarely ever see. Trey, like people really doubted Trey Young out of college, but what he oh, yeah. for a team, like once they surround him with some good pieces, I think he's gonna. It's he, like he puts that ball on a string, right? But yeah. Luca, like he can do it by himself. Like that might be oh, yeah. a for MVP, like soon. Yeah, you know, like he's a good little player. Yeah, you know, and it was cool to see what Luca did with Kristaps too. Like, yeah, definitely. Their chemistry was good. I think, I think they could make a great duo for, for a few more years. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, if you had to pick one, which one is better, Luka Doncic or Trey Young? Ooh. Well, I knew about Trey Young since he was in high school. Yeah. yeah. So, a little biased there. And I only, I, I only learned about Luka Doncic was when the year before he got drafted into the league. That's, well, he was in high so, school that year. That's the crazy thing. No. Right? No, he, no, no. He was a, he was, he was a, a pro. Yeah, but he was still technically in high school. That's the crazy. He thing. He was still technically in high school, though. Yeah. When you think about it. Okay. But, so yeah. Give me your Western. If if we were to resume playoffs in the NBA this season, give me your Western Conference Finals, your Eastern Conference Finals, and who ends up winning in the finals? I have three. I have three teams in the West that I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna say Lakers are an obvious, and then it's either gonna be facing them in the Western Conference Finals. Either gonna be the Nuggets or the Clippers. It just matters on seeding. But doesn't because uh, right now the Clippers are ahead of us right now. So I. So what do you think about the seeding? If it if it goes to um, neutral sites, does that play a factor? I mean, yeah, it should play a factor. I already know that LeBron's going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. I already know. And then the Eastern Conference Finals, Raptors. Bucks and Raptors, another another repeat. I like that. Yeah, but the one player out of the East this year that I was so surprised of 
was Jason Tatum. Because of that February that he had, he had a he had a he had a great stretch of games where he was just dropping like thirty. Him and Bradley Bill. Oh, that's uh, another good one. Do you think Bradley Bill will be a Nugget one day? Well, we trade Mills out for him. That would be a steal. <laughs> Because I feel like Millsap's good for us, but we're paying him $30 million exactly. a year. Exactly. Comparable yeah. to Nolan Arenado. You, I know it's different sports, but still, yeah. $30 million to yeah. Paul Millsap, it's $30 million to Nolan Arenado. So. Yeah. I don't know about but, you, but I'm going to buy a Nolan but, jersey before I but buy I think, I think We were talking about this in the text earlier. Yeah. But I think MPJ in like three or four years is going to be a monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, I I one hundred percent agree. I I think um, he is a poor man's Kevin Durant in the terms of oh yeah. If he well, can, if he gets his jumper going though, I think exactly. he's gonna be because exactly. he could play defense. He could get to the basket, but he just needs to get on a shot. He just needs to get a shot. Uh, he'll become just multi-faceted and being able to be a, a triple threat. Oh, yeah. in, in everything that he does. And if we do that, I think we'll have a good. Big three with Jokic, Murray, and, and, MPJ. and MPJ. Wouldn't that be something else? I would love to see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you this then, Leo. How long until the Denver Nuggets get to uh, get to win an NBA championship? I'm going to say they're going to get to the finals in the next three or four years. Love it. Because we have we have Bobo, who's getting – I saw a video today of him working full speed, and he looks perfect. Nice. You love nice. to see it. That's what yeah. you love to see. Yeah. But the one, but the one person that we're gonna have to stop for I don't know how many more years of his career is LeBron. Yeah, because yeah. I know LeBron because I want to see LeBron play against his son in Oof. that. That's what I want to see. I want to see them play together. I want to see them play together too. Really cool. They'd be basically the first duo um, or father son duo to ever play the game, in like to, oh, yeah. together in the, at the same oh, yeah. time in basketball. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, because. I think honestly, the high school basketball took a jump this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, like there was so many good high school basketball players this year. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I like that you mentioned that because of the NBA draft that'll be um, that'll be coming up, like I guess in the years ahead. Um, do you yeah. think that they'll make any changes to the NBA draft? I mean, how they did the NFL draft, like how they did it. Yeah, I feel like they should do the same thing with the NBA draft a little bit. Yeah. Tell me why. What changes would you like to make to the NBA draft? I would honestly, like, I don't think you'd make any changes to them. But the thing that creeps me out about the NBA is that the draft, every player has all 30 hats. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think um, I read a little article about how that works is that basically New Era sends them um, all 30 hats in a box in, the, in whatever size hat that they wear. And yeah. then um, they just take out whichever hat that actually is the one that they go to. Yeah. And um, and then after they're done with that, they send the 29 other hats back to New Era. Yeah. I would like a free hat from New Era. I don't know about you, but that would be sweet. Oh, yeah. All I got to do is get drafted. That sounds pretty the, sick. The hat that I have on was supposedly supposed to be not this year, but last year. This was supposed to be the draft hat for last year. Which one is that? Let's see. Oh, that is sweet. That has the – it's, like it's like the vintage – and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like the black skyline. Well, I like um, the black skyline jersey. Is that one your favorite? Oh, that one's hard because those. Uh, trying to like think of all the jerseys, because I like that blue and like the blue that has like the yellow and the red and the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like those ones though. Those ones are clean. Those yeah. Are clean. My personal favorite are the 
do you are you uh, I know we weren't even born for this, but the um white ones that are orange and black and they say rockets for when we were the dead. Oh rockets, yeah. I think those ones are pretty sweet. Jeez. The throwback. But I think that one of the coolest NBA nuggets of all time were just the powder blue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Powder blue. Of powder like when blue. we had like Mellow AI and like all of them. J.R. Smith, Kenyon Martin. For uh, real. Birdman, Chris Anderson. Yeah. I think that was a great team. That, those are great uniforms, too. I love those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to ask you this. Because, um, it's again, something that we ask every, every guest and everybody that, that listens to us and whatnot. Is I always ask them, what is one thing that you learned from this podcast, or what is one thing that you're kind of taking away? Give me your biggest I, takeaway from today. Ooh, now I got to talk about all three sports, and That's like I got to feel like your your guys's view of it and my view of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I love got, just didn't talk about sports. Yeah, and I got and I feel like I got to hear some of your favorite players, some of my favorite players. Definitely. Yeah. Me personally, um, I asked myself, what did I learn today? on this podcast. And I think I learned that when we talked about the last dance earlier and Michael Jordan, and um, you know, if you want to win and if you want to be successful in anything that you do in life, you got, you, you have to be competitive and, and you have to oh, yeah. um, be willing to sacrifice X, Y, and Z oh, yeah. in order to get it. And so if anything, you know, it's that um, hard work makes a difference and that if, if you want it bad enough and if you want, if you, if you have a dream of whatever it is, um, you gotta you gotta wake up every morning. You gotta uh, get after. That's what I believe. Uh, oh yeah. Will, what did you learn today? I, I mean, I, the the takes about the Super Bowl, man. I hadn't thought about that for a while. So <laughs> thinking about the football season coming up, I'm excited. So I mean, I learned a lot. Leo. So again, just to summarize up your picks, you said that the Denver Broncos are gonna be World Series champs in three three to four years. You said the Denver Nuggets were going to be world uh, or NBA champs in three to four years. So I don't know about you, but I think in three to four years, I think we're going to have some great sports in Denver, really? and I'm super stoked to see really? kind of how. But it hey, but hey, but in three or four years, we could have a parade in February and a parade in June. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> and if the Rockies can kind of get their act together, we could have a parade in October too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or November if it goes into November, but true, 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 true. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, I'd be happy if we got a if we got a parade rolling through downtown. If we got one all in in one year, all three in one year. Yeah. They they would basically call us Title Town. Yeah. Oh yeah. We gotta be Title Town. Well, I want to congratulate you on graduating high school. That is a Thank huge you. accomplishment for time. you and for Thank everybody you. else. And I, I think it's just absolutely phenomenal. You guys definitely battled all of the adversity this season. Oh, yeah. Here. You know, things didn't quite end the way I think a lot of seniors really wanted it to. You, nobody oh, can yeah. necessarily write a, a storybook ending like this. But with that being said, I think, if anything, it makes you and the entire class of 2020 just yeah. more adaptable. And, and um, oh, yeah. you guys definitely see the world in, in a way different picture than I think everybody else does. And the one thing that actually made my – this year kind of better my senior year was watching that uh class 2020 thing with lebron on it yeah that was sweet that thing was kind of like that's some motivation right there for me to just keep going yeah exactly yeah something i always say is you know every day is a new opportunity to to be better you know if you could look at yourself in the mirror and you could say you know today i'm gonna get one percent better you know fast forward to three months, 100 days, and you'll be 100% better. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's all about the uh, the ability to, to have these tiny growths and the ability to take advantage every day. Oh, yeah. Always give 110% to everything. Sir. Yes, sir. 100%. That, those are words to live by. Words to live by. Uh-huh. But, Leo, I want to thank you for coming on the Game 7 show. This was amazing having you on. 
you know, and definitely, I think we could totally do this again one day. Oh, yeah. I am so down to do it again. Absolutely, definitely. Man. Definitely. Thank yes, you sir. for coming on. You. Thank you for, for taking the time out of your evening. And, again, I want to congratulate you for graduating high school. That is Thank an you. awesome achievement. I'm super proud of you, and I think everybody in your family is. Um, I know Amber was just so excited when she reached out to oh, me. Yeah. And, and she, she talked all about it. She talked all about you. You're a great kid. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where you go. But hopefully in three to four years, we can have a, we can have a little podcast downtown at the parade. I got you. And uh, we can talk about it and how we forecasted it. Yep. yep. Okay. I would love to see that. But anyways, thank you again, Leo, yeah, so much. You, thank you. Welcome back to the Game 7 Podcast. I am your co-host, Isaac Bugarin. Alongside with me is Will Sattler, as always. It is Sunday May 27th, almost butchered the date there. <laughs> it is it is Sunday, May 27th. It is a very gloomy day here in Bismarck, North Dakota. I heard it's a very uh, bad day also in Denver, Colorado. So I know we're all looking forward to the middle of the week where we get some beautiful weather and, and, and 80 degrees and sunshine. We can't wait for that. But uh, as always, you know, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore game seven. You can follow myself at Isaac underscore Bugarin. And you can follow Will at Will underscore Sattler. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you know, you guys don't know me, you don't know Will, so I'll give you a, just a quick little brief introduction as always. Um, you know, we're just a couple college kids that like to talk about Denver sports. We're, we're big on the Rockies, the Broncos, the Avs, the Nuggets. We're a couple hometown kids um, that really just like to talk about sports. Again, you know, that's all we do. Uh, this is a podcast we started back in February of 2019. Uh, we're back at it. We try to do one every week. Um, you know, we always take suggestions on, on what you guys want to listen to. We always get some DMs, always get some messages. A couple friends hit us up every now and then telling us to talk about X, Y, and Z. So we really just try to talk about whatever it is that you guys want to listen to every single week. Um, but this podcast couldn't be done without the help of Met Media. Met Media is the student voice of MSU Denver. That is the school where Will and I both attend right now. Uh, Met Media gives us students every opportunity to every opportunity to succeed and every tool that we need to succeed. Um, they really help us setting us up for the future and really help us with, with anything that we need as far as creative design or, or marketing or um, to, to be on the television or uh, podcast, the radio, internet radio, you name it, uh, Met Media has given us the opportunity to succeed. So shout out to Met Media as always. we got a very special episode planned for you guys today and I'm going to tell you why. So... It was earlier, later in the week, it was actually on Thursday, where uh, I had an old friend from high school. She reached out to me and said that, you know, she knows somebody that, that loves sports just as much as I do. And I would never turn down an opportunity to talk about sports with anybody. You know, you if you guys all know that uh, I love talking about sports. And if, if a random dude on the street wanted to talk about sports, I'll talk to him about sports. You know, I'm always down. I'm always in for an interesting sports talk. And so uh, that was when she introduced me to um Somebody who is now one of my friends, Leo Galasso. Leo and I, we were able to sit down uh, with, it was actually me, Will, and Leo. We were able to sit down on Thursday night and talk about talk about everything and all kinds of sports. And, and that's where uh, this podcast is definitely going to be one of my favorites is because of that. Um, we were able to talk about, I mean, everything from, you know, from the last dance in the NBA to, to NFL predictions and, and Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees all the way to comparing Babe Ruth and Mike Trout you know this was a conversation that Leo me and Will had that is definitely it's you know it's one of my favorites and and I'm going to continue to listen to this podcast over and over again uh just because you know it's, it's just one of my favorites you know everybody has has their favorite piece of art or or favorite piece of 
um, clothing you know that they made or favorite design that they made favorite infographic that they made this one has to be one of my favorite podcasts that uh, we've been able to make you know don't get me wrong number one was special because I laid the bricks down for this podcast uh, number 50 was special because it's just like a milestone you know and, and every episode in between was special they, they all hold a special place in my heart this whole podcast and is like a, a small business to me um, in that sense and but this one with Leo definitely is is uh, one of my favorites you know we definitely made a new friend on Thursday night when we were able to sit down and have a conversation about all these different kinds of sports you know um, Leo and I we were able to text pretty much all afternoon long about everything from the Broncos to Andrew Locke to Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets you know we talked about everything so I knew it was going to be a great podcast um, even before we even recorded anything or, or had a conversation so we set up a zoom call was able to st- uh, talk to each other there um, I took the audio from that zoom call put it here into this podcast so it's going to sound a little bit different but um, I really think you guys are going to enjoy this one with with my good friend Leo Galasso um, Leo has Asperger syndrome but I mean he is seriously the he's a bigger sports fan than I am he really is the, a bigger sports fan than, than both Will and I combined. Um, you know, he, he loves his hometown teams, you know, just like us. Um, so without further ado, I want to introduce Leo into this podcast. Here you go, guys. Enjoy. Again, guys, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening to this podcast. Uh, Leo Galasso definitely was one of my favorite guests that I think we've ever had on this podcast. This is an episode that's going to stick with me forever. You know, definitely an episode that, I, that I'm going to always look back on and, and just be appreciative of, of everything um, and all of our conversation that we were able to have. Uh, Leo's definitely going to be on the podcast again in the future. You know, we can't wait for that day to come. Um, hopefully we can talk about a, a parade going through town. I think that would be um, that would probably be the best podcast that we could ever have is if a parade is going through Denver and we get to celebrate Drew Locke raising a trophy or Nolan Arenado raising a trophy, you know, any any trophy really. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take anything as a Denver sports fan, you know, especially right now. So, you know, we're looking forward to having Leo back, uh, looking forward to reaching out to him and his family again and, and having another conversation, another podcast again. Um, you know, but as always, you know, you can follow this this podcast on Twitter at underscore game seven. You can follow myself at Isaac underscore Bugarin, and you can follow Will at Will underscore Sattler. We're going to have another podcast again later on this week. You know, we're really looking forward to a lot of big news here coming up. We got uh, Major League Baseball uh, might be returning. NBA might be returning. The NFL said that they're going to plan to have games um, with all of their fans. You know, everything is, is kind of getting slowly back to a new normal, um, back to a, a new adjustment period that we're all going to have to face. So, um, you know, the sports industry has definitely changed forever, and we're all adapting. But in, in the meantime, you know, as always, you know, I want to encourage everybody, you know, stay safe, stay healthy, uh, stay mindful of others. And you guys know that the way I end every single podcast that we've ever recorded is that I say, if you're looking for a dog, go to the shelter first. Thanks, guys. <laughs>